Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This is episode 197. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, H. Christ. We're almost at 200. I got a good movie that we're going to have for number 200. But this is chapter one in this month of classic horror that we're doing. So I'm very excited. And we went with an absolute banger. Uh, one that popped in my head, and I was like, I really want everyone to see it. We went with the 1960 film, Psycho. Oh, I messed it up. See, I usually say Psycho, and I'm like, oh, do you mean the one with Vince Vaughn? And they go like that, and I'm like, no. So, uh, but we're doing <laughs> Nobody it. Nobody has ever meant that version. Yeah, well, somebody. <laughs> A lot of people no hate one. it, so. I've never even heard of it, and I love Vince Vaughn, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's all right. Everything else. Anne Hache is in a good Marion, and. Viggo Mortensen and Sam. This is weird. Again, like I said, no one has ever said Psycho and meant that version. Yeah. But, Maybe, so, do you mean American Psycho with Christian Bale? No, just Psycho. That's right. the version everyone confuses for this movie. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Psycho, the movie from 1960, like I said, is based on a book. Uh, and actually, pretty to the point. It's not a one-for-one retelling of the book, but it's pretty goddamn close. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually written in 19... 19- 59. So, if that's you don't crazy. know anything about Psycho, oh, the that novel, is it is about well, our boy Norman. Norman. Bates. And he's loosely based on Ed Gein. And if mm-hmm. you know anything about Ed Gein, just watch Silence of the Lambs. He's based on Ed Gein. Norman uh-huh. Bates is based on Ed Gein. Uh, he likes. So, was he a cannibal or a murderer? I'm confused. Yes. Touch a You gotta do one to do the yeah. other. And, he, and a grave and, robber. But yeah, you don't he made... have to eat people to murder them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stop chewing on me. <laughs> and you don't have to murder them to eat them. Yeah. True, you could just you know, take Go a to bite. town. Yeah, and then he made furniture out of people's bodies. So he had a trash and can clothing. made out of skin. And um, That's real gross, but also really creative. He did something with vulvas. Like, he took ew. like... At least ten ladies' vulvas and made something. Uh, he's crazy. Uh-oh. Really crafty. <laughs> oh, he made a, a belt out of nipples. Yeah. What? <laughs> okay, see. Ah, this is titillating. <laughs> see, you said make furniture out of people, and my brain went to like, like a Game of Thrones style fucking chair made out of bones. Right. Like, That'd be pretty cool. Like a side table made out of femurs. Like okay. That's some pretty cool looking like architecture. Like, if they're not murdered folks, yeah. Which well, I mean, like, most if of it them was, were great. If it was plastic folks, or whatever fine. the fuck, like plastic bones, oh, yeah. that'd be pretty cool Halloween gear. No, everything you mentioned was fucking skin. Uh-huh. There was no actual bones used. Uh, there are. That was just skin. There were bones in the house. Yeah. Uh, his bed had skulls on it and stuff. So he used. It was all fucked up. All the body parts oh, and stuff like yeah. that. So, uh, but it was this book and movie loosely based on that guy, so you kind of get where that's going. But this is a film by Alfred Hitchcock, and this is where his first horror film. There was his most famous film. There was some that he did like like Vertigo. That's more thrillery. Uh, That's a really good one. The movie he did after this was The Birds, and that's another I would say horror film. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd argue this one was more thrillery. 
suspenseful mystery than it was horror. For the 60s, it was a horror film. Oh, yeah. yeah. People freaked the fuck out watching it. By today's standards, it's not scary at One all. My, it's just like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. It's One of my disturbing. favorite episodes of that 70s show is when they took all three of these movies and uh, turned it into, it was their Halloween episode. Oh, and so everybody cool. was dressed up like, uh, Fez was dressed up as uh, Dr. Frankenfurter. Yeah. <laughs> He's running around the roof in like six inch heels. That's but Eric is. falls off the roof. Oh. And he gets vertigo. So every time he gets up on something, even if it's two steps up, he, go, he, he gets vertigo. <laughs> but they have, they have the birds. They've got the, the psycho and... It's gold. I absolutely love it. <laughs> so, uh, if you don't know anything about Psycho, that's crazy because you've probably heard someone make that that ee, ee, ee sound uh, when they're trying to stab somebody. Uh, but it's about a embezzler on the run. Her name's Marion. She stole forty thousand uh, dollars, three hundred fifty-seven thousand dollars in now times, and a shy. Motel owner named Norman and their kooky, kooky relationship at the hotel. Uh, I'm just going to say that. And it gets wild. Uh, this movie, it's good. It's really good for its time. Uh, a couple of... Let me say, I've never seen a rainstorm like that in the Central Oh, Valley. God, man. That's <laughs> devastating. Like, oh, I'm going to die out here. Yeah, you did. I was five months pregnant and it was a winter drums show and we got absolutely drenched. In the two minutes it took to walk from the parking lot to the to the freaking gym. <laughs> I did research, actually, because as they were showing her, like, travel, mm-hmm. they kept showing, like, road signs. I was like, okay, I know that junction. That's definitely Bakersfield, and she kept driving. Okay, she's somewhere in the valley, right? Mm-hmm. No. I did, like, some research on where she's actually supposed to be, and she's in a fake town called Fairvale, which is meant to be close to the Oregon border. <laughs> There's not a tree in sight at this hotel, and which also, if she came from Phoenix, no, she went down like through LA and up Bakersfield. She like took the fucking five ninety nine. No, I know, but wasn't she from Phoenix originally? Okay, so when the detective kept saying, "I'll see you in an hour," when they were in Phoenix, I was like, "Okay, on a plane." Yeah, you you out here flying? Like, okay. Yeah, I guess in that world, Phoenix is really close to <laughs> California. Yeah, no. Not California eight hours. is the size of Rhode Island in this movie. Yeah, yeah. not eight hours away. Yeah, if she was in the valley, uh, that's a nine-hour car drive to Phoenix. So. Easily. And that's, by today's standards, mm-hmm. going 80 down the freeway, uh-huh. not going 55 in your little, like, car that only holds four <laughs> gallons of gas. That L.A. Bakersfield interchange reminded me of the 41-46 interchange. I think that's actually what it was. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. And if it is, sick, I called it. Yeah, <laughs> I said the same thing when I saw it. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's where uh, James Dean died. Mm-hmm. That's the 46-41. Ooh, that's not, spooky. That's not the right? 599. You can see his ghost <laughs> yeah. in it. Ooh. I like the sign that said, next stop Gorman. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I made the Psycho Gorman joke because I was like, there's Gorman in Psycho. What's happening? My brain went, why the fuck would you stop in Gorman? That's right? A, that's a only a necessity town. <laughs> Sorry for anyone who listens that's to Gorman. That's where nipple belts come from. All, yeah. All, all four people who live in that town. I'm sorry. So I have a couple of fun facts about the movie Psycho. Um, this is the oldest film to be rated R. But Otis, didn't like Gremlins start the whole rating thing? Yes. 
But a lot of people, they'll go back and rate old-ass movies just to be like, well, that'd be PG-13 now. Mm-hmm. And they rate it Psycho, like, oh, this is rated R as fuck. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's it's got the record. It's, I don't think... Uh, it depends if there's something before it. But this movie's kind of wild for its time. This is the first movie to have a functioning toilet in a scene. Before this movie, they didn't have toilets on screen. They thought it was really weird. According to the bathroom list of fun facts that I see at work. <laughs> <laughs> the very first one to ever be on screen was uh, Leave it to Beaver. Hey. Uh, the screenwriter really wanted a reason to have the toilet in the scene and Hitchcock's like, well, you gotta find a reason. And so when Marion rips up the paper and flushes it, he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, now gotta have it in the scene because he's trying to get rid of the evidence. He's like, oh, okay. Um, Hannah, uh, Norman Bates, he is rated number two in the list of 100 greatest villains, only mm. beaten by Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> so That's funny. Someone... Ironic. The same person. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much is. I think it's honestly because Hannibal was in like, what, five movies? Yeah. Uh, so was Norman Bates. He was yes, in... but there was like five or six are... psycho movies. Yeah. His, his movies are bigger. And a show. Yeah. A prequel show. Bates oh, yeah. Motel. Bates Motel. That's a good ass show. Yeah. So, um, before. I never got through like three episodes. Yeah. Like, I need more. Uh, so, before this movie, uh, when theaters would play movies, they would just play them, just uh, marathon them. Like, the second it ended, they just kept going. And what people would do, they would come into the movie, it'd be like halfway through, and they would just sit and mm-hmm. wait and watch, and then watch the beginning of the next time <laughs> to their point, and then just leave. <laughs> it, it didn't matter. And so, <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock wanted to make sure that people watched it from the beginning to the end because he didn't want anybody <coughs> spoiling it, getting a spoiler and stuff. And so he forced—he actually had a deal with all the theaters to close the doors, and you couldn't get in when it started. And so this movie's the first one to start the tradition of just like, well, they, you can still get in now, but it's very much like a no. Hold up, you missed your chance. Mm-hmm. Come back in an hour and a half, asshole. You see the ticket. Yeah, you missed your ticket time. Yeah, get it. I yeah. love that and also hate that because that led the way for fucking like seven minute long trailers for 15 movies before I get to actually watch my movie. Right. So my movie that starts at 9.30 actually starts at 10.15. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty I don't need an eight minute trailer for this movie I'm never going to see. Learn how to cut a trailer in 30 seconds or get the fuck out of Hollywood. Right? <laughs> I said what I said. So uh, Hitchcock, he Eight bought the rights do too much. <laughs> for the book and then he bought as many copies as he could because he wanted to make sure not enough people knew about the ending because he's like, I want to keep it a secret, <laughs> which is crazy. He's like, damn, the sales are going out of this, out of this world. And, and like, I will say, having never seen this movie until this moment, I didn't know the ending and I was guessing the whole way through. Like somehow I've avoided spoilers for 30 years. Um, same with Emma, and I will say, please go watch this movie before we spoil it for you. Like, please. it is totally fucking worth it. The payoff was great. Like, I literally never knew anything about this movie except yeah. for the one scene Yeah, that everybody yeah. talks about, and then I heard the Norman Bates name because of the Bates Motel show, yeah. 
And that's literally it. And oh my God, you're not kidding. If yeah. you don't know the end of this, the twists please and get turns out of here are so go good. Like, please stop what you're doing. Go watch this movie. Go find it somewhere and watch it. It's so good. Before we talk about the whole fucking thing. I mean, you'll love the part when the thing happens and then the stuff follows that. So please go watch that. <laughs> yeah, and the thing and the stuff. The thing yeah, I like it. With the, with, the, with the place. Uh-huh. Uh, and one more thing that I heard, so an audio... Sample, uh, Buster Rhymes. He used a sample of when Marion's driving in her car. This is one little line of music uh, he used in one of his songs. Uh, give me some more. And I heard it. And I was like, Why does that sound familiar? I'm like, oh, That's in a rap song. It's a Buster Rhymes song. I'm like, Oh. <laughs> yeah. Then we went on a search for it, and I yeah. found it. So I thought that was really cool. That he was probably sitting there listening, watching this movie, and it's like, Oh, that's a good line. And just right. like, that's, right. a, that's a hell of a hook. Let me just take that over here. Uh, so real quick, uh, Anthony Perkins, he's Norman Bates. Uh, he returns and he plays Norman in all the movies, and he really the cool. first three. Yeah. Oh. And then it's Elliot from ET is in the fourth one. Oh, he looks a lot. And then like there's a different one. Yeah. Oh, that after works. That. Yeah, but that. yeah, he's in the first three. Yeah. And then Janet Lee, she is Marion in this movie. Uh, and her daughter is Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. And I forgot what year it was, but Jamie Lee Curtis recreated it was the, last year. Mm-hmm. the shower scene yep. oh, for her mom. It was for the premiere of Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. She wore a dress to Halloween Kills that was the shower scene. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a bloody curtain. It was, it was like wrapped around her. It was like a bloody curtain and mm-hmm. shit with... All sorts of blood on the bottom. Mm-hmm. It was fucking cool. Oh no, but no. Really at some good. point, she re- recreated it. She it was like a photo shoot, and she oh, she oh, did the probably scene when she was much younger. Yeah, in, in yeah. like the shower. So I thought that was really cool. She's like, my mom did it, so I'm gonna do it. So right, I thought that was absolutely awesome. Uh, yeah, this movie's fun. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock, if you like him or don't like him, he apparently he was a bully to his actors and actresses. He was a piece of shit to him. Hmm. He just thought it was funny. Uh, just to fuck with people. Kind of like uh, Stanley Kubrick. He was a piece of shit to his actors and actresses. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of lot things about um, The Shining that he was just really mean. And that's why uh, I forgot her name. The the mom. Mm-hmm. She didn't really do movies after that. Mm. She, he kind of fucked her up. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, that but this, movie in general would have fucked me up. Yeah. I'm like, nope. Yeah, but she was... Psycho is fun. <laughs> Lilith from Frasier. She was Adrian in the Rocky films. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll get through this bad boy. Uh, it's fun. Watch Psycho. It's really good. It's great. So uh, we start in Phoenix, Arizona. You know, the Phoenix that's like an hour away from California, Arizona. <laughs> and Mary and her boyfriend, they're discussing their future and they want to get married. Nakedly discussing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so the opening scene, uh, the censors they told alfred that he had to redo it because they were like oh i saw a nipple in that scene I'm ah! like, I'm like what where okay and he's like you gotta fix this and so he's like i'll be back in a week and we'll fix it he did nothing and came back a week later and showed him again they're like yeah that's better no nipples and he's like okay whatever so Damn. <laughs> uh he did a lot of tricks like you know the shower scenes and all that stuff he added in fluff that they would obviously see first and take out and then they would just ignore the other stuff. He's like, yeah. Kind of like Team America. They made the movie absurd so they would miss the things like the puppet sex. Right. And the poop. And the throw up. So they added crazy things. <laughs> because there were worse things. I mean, 
quotation mark. Yeah. There were worse things. So, you miss puppet sex. Yeah. Uh, so Mary, she goes back to work. She works at a bank. It was the weirdest looking. She bank. works no. at an investment firm. Okay. I think, I thought right? it was a no. I thought it was a mortgage company because the guy comes in and he just bought a big property for his daughter who was getting married. That's and they're handling I the money. I think it's something like, something like that. that. So it's like the the remax of yeah, uh, okay real estate something. Yeah. And so Marion's boss gives her forty thousand dollars if she needs to deposit because Marion's a really good worker and he trusts her. God damn it! And Marion decides, well, I'm gonna. Take this money and I'm gonna drive to Fairville, California, and me and Sam are gonna get married and get the hell out of here, cause forty thousand is a lot of fucking money in the '60s. So uh, Marion, she hops in her car and scoots off, and then she is trailed by a cop because um, she wakes up the next morning driving all night to California. It yeah. took forever that time. Well, I don't know. Yeah, uh, well, she went to sleep, slept in her car. <laughs> She, like, pulls over and sleeps in her car and then gets up again and drives even longer to yeah. get to yeah. L.A. Yeah. And so, then Bakersfield eventually. Like, yeah, well, yeah. And so the highway patrol guy is like, this is real confusing. What, what, what you doing? It's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to California. He's like, why are you so nervous? <laughs> Jeez, do I look like I'm running from something? Like, well, kinda. frankly, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, bitch, you oh, sleep I'm in so your car. sorry, sir. <laughs> This is not dangerous. This is dangerous as hell. You're just sleeping in your car on the side of the road. So Marion decides if she is going to hop in a new car, she buys a new car, and the guy's like trying to talk to her. He's like, I don't that just give me that car. I just want this car right now. And the cop's like, What the fuck? Is she buying a new car? And then she speeds off, and the cop's like, Well, oh, that's really awkward. Uh so Mary, she stops for the night at Bates Motel. Hey, it's off the main highway, so it's all hidden and stuff. She got lost after the uh, torrential downpour. Oh, God, mm. man. Like, yeah, that happened in Central California. That, that was just pissing on her windshield. That we haven't had in <laughs> since 1960 right. when this movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> since the hose was drawn by Alfred Hitchcock, right. yeah. we have not had that kind of deluge. So the proprietor, owner and proprietor of this awesome hotel norman bates he comes down from the house uh overlooking the the motel and he talks to marion that night and they talk about a lot of things and his future and how maybe he should you know put his mom in a maybe a home or something and he can do something with his life and he's like mm-hmm. oh, okay and uh home have you been there yeah he gets so touchy about that yeah. too he's like you don't know what kind of place that is Oh, yeah, it, it's, man, uh, he, so he's a taxidermist. He has all these nice little birds on his wall and stuff like that. And he talks about his mom's, her illness, and things like that. And So after talking to Norman, Marion decides that she's going to go back to Phoenix in the morning and give back the money, well, some of it, because she spent gas. Well, the gas was like a penny back then. And so bought a car. I guess it wasn't a lot. Mm-hmm. And bought a car for, what, 600 bucks? 700 700 so that was... Couple thousand, but um, she's gonna, you know, take whatever punishment it goes, and like that's fine. So Mary decides she's gonna take a shower that night, and while she's in the shower, shadowy figure pops out and stabs her all the hell, just lights her up. So the original scene in the shower, it was um, no music, and Hitchcock was like, "Fuck, man," he was like, "It's good," but uh, for a while he didn't think that the movie. 
was going to be a movie, he was just going to make it into a TV show, mm-hmm. an episode of his, like, Alfred Hitchcock Presents. But then the sound guy came back and was like, hey, check out this music I made. And he's like, oh, shit, that's good. <laughs> that's movie grade. And then it continued to be a movie. So I'm glad that he got a small number of strings. Uh, everything is very cheap in this movie, but it still looked great for you know the budget of everything. But yeah, it was really sweet. So I'm glad it was still a movie. Oh no, Marion was murdered by Norman's mom. So Norman's mom came down from the house and lit her the fuck up and then scooted off. Which Norman has been warning, like, my mom doesn't like people, my mom doesn't like girls, like, blah, 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 my mom, this. He straight up told her, oh man, the way that my, my stepdad or my dad or whoever it was died, it was so Traumatic. awful. and Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Norman, being a good son, actually covers up everything, cleans up the room, and dumps Marion's body in her car into the swamp. Because that's what you have behind your motel. A nice-ass swamp to dump all the in bad stuff. In the middle stuff. of the valley. Yeah. Looks like <laughs> rotten hot fudge syrup. Right? This yeah. valley has everything. Including her thousands of dollars that he didn't mm-hmm. notice because he didn't look that's very That's the hard. first thing Emma said. Like I the money. Forty thousand dollars? No. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. The swamp. That's swamp money now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is really funny. Usually in horror movies, this reminded me of uh, Death Proof, the Quentin mm-hmm. Tarantino film, where the main characters die like forty minutes in. You're like, oh, I, you're supposed to survive and beat the bad guy. Like, mm-hmm. what happened? Mm-hmm. Marion goes down. Like, what? Maybe forty minutes in, like yep. halfway, and she she dies. And I was like. Oh shit! The first time I watched it, well, I was like, it "Reminds me of, of uh, the Collector." Yeah, <laughs> it's like this is so depressing. Mary's supposed to win. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, she's dead. She's in the swamp." <laughs> so Marion's sister, she arrives in Fairville a week later, and she's talking to Sam, her boyfriend, about the whole situation because uh, everyone knows that she stole the money, and they're like, "We just want the money back. We're not gonna sue or anything. We just need to know where you're, where Marion is." And so Lila, she wants to find her sister because she thinks that Sam put a lot of ideas in her head, which he kind of did. Or that Sam is hiding her or mm-hmm. something. She thinks that they ran away together, basically. Yeah. And Sam's just covering it up. Yeah. So they meet a private investigator named Arbogast. And so he really thinks that Marion's still in town. He's like, she didn't leave because you know, the boyfriend's still here. What was a boyfriend here? Yeah. Like, he's, she's close by. So I'm going to... Check out everything. And so he goes to every motel, hotel, and town and stuff looking for her. And he finally stops at Bates Motel. And he's like, dang, man, I like barely saw this place. Like, the light's not on and kind of off the road. Like, did you see any lady stop by? He's like, no, 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 no lady. Norman's like, no, no one has been here in weeks, you know. And uh, little by little, his story, Arbogast, like, like a good nosy person that takes down every word you say, just uses it against him little by little. He's like, oh, you said no one's been here in two weeks, but you just talked about a couple that came by. And he's like, I mean, you know, I, yeah, no. He's like, well, which one is it, buddy? <laughs> so little by little, Norman's story is just falling apart. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then he lets it slip that Marion talked to his mom. And so well, Arbogast is like, well, well, let me talk to your mom then. And he's like, no, no, no. You can't talk to her. That's not going to work. And he's like, I'm, I'm done but talking to you tonight. she's an invalid. Yeah, he's like, nah, I'll be fine. Just, let me just talk to her real quick. It's, it's all right. 
Uh, so Arbogast actually calls Lila and Sam and he tells them, like, you know, I'm probably going to leave the motel. I don't think she's here right now, but I feel something's up with this and I need to talk to the mom. So I'll be back in a little bit, but I, there's something bothering me. So Arbogast goes up to the home and uh, he, he's making his way up the stairs because he's looking for the crazy mom's room. And the door slowly opens, and he's like, oh, oh, I guess somebody's coming out. Yeah, crazy old mom runs out, stabs him. And so how they did this scene, because he's falling down the stairs, like trying not to die backwards, and he hits the, the floor. So they had him sitting down on a crane as it was going, just moving. And they had a, um, just... Uh, like a matte screen behind him, mm-hmm. and they just film that part, and so it's just like it's like me sitting in a chair going like, duh, duh, and just falling backwards mm-hmm. or acting like I'm falling. So that's how they did it. And I was like, I'm sure I just watched great him do sense it to this podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got stabbed. I'm like, there you bitch. <laughs> as, as I fall for a ten dollars or ten dollar tier, you can see actual video of him performing that stunt. Yeah, I flopped my arms and everything. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> so uh, when Lila and Sam they don't hear from Arbogast, they're like, uh, something happened. And Sam's like, oh, maybe he just like went home. And I'm like, no, something happened. He would have called us. Like he didn't feel like he you know had anything, so he would have called us. And so Sam actually goes to the motel first, and I thought it was kind of an unneeded scene. And he's like. Just kind of hops out of his car and he's like, Arbogast, where are you? Arbogast. Well, dang, he ain't here. And drives off. <laughs> and so... Uh, he gets, quote, unquote, our... Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. He did warp This speed. guy just did like a week's worth of driving in like two seconds. <laughs> so Lyle and Sam, they go to the local sheriff and then they tell them the whole story and the situation. And the sheriff's like, wait, you saw a woman there. It's like, yeah, there was a lady in the window. Like, I saw her. He's like, it's like, it's Norman's mother. It's like, no, I can't be Norman's mother. It's like, well, why? It's <laughs> well, like, who's buried in the cemetery? Yeah, because she died 10 years ago. <laughs> Murder, suicide. That can't be her. And it's like, no, that was Norman's mom. It's like, well, who the hell is buried in that, <laughs> in that grave? And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so the sheriff thinks that Arbogast found Marion, possibly, to get the reward money or just be like, I did it myself. Look at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so convinced that something happened to Arbogast, Lila and Sam, they go to the motel and Sam actually distracts Norman uh, with some really good questions in the office and Lila sneaks into the house. Uh, she goes upstairs and looks into the bedroom and it's a really big room, but she looks at the bed and the bed has this crazy like indentation in it like a body has just been laying there forever and she's like that's fucking weird oh well and goes down into the basement uh because she hears someone coming and it's hey it's norman norman knocked out sam because he was like nah you're not by yourself someone else is here yeah go to sleep (laughs) and uh norman's running up into the house so she goes to the basement to hide and she finds mrs bates and he's like oh shit mrs bates hey i need to talk to you and she's like, I'm a mummy. <laughs> she's like, oh, shit. It's a mummified it's body. It's straight up turned around super <laughs> slow. It's like. <laughs> if I ever ask for someone's like, like, hey, Micah, 
Annie, talk to you. And Micah slowly turns like that. I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> Why are you going so slow, Micah? That reminds me of uh, one of the scary movies. Uh, what is it? Three. I think it's three. When she goes over and she still shakes her. Oh, yeah. And then her head rolls off. And she's like, <laughs> and then goes and picks it up. Like, what? <laughs> and at that point, uh, Lila screams, freaks the fuck out as she should. Because that's a fucking mummy down there. And Norman comes into the room wearing his mom's clothes and a wig with a knife. And he's like, it's stabbing time. <laughs> Welcome to the stabbing cabin. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Sam hops in. Good thing he woke up from his concussion. And takes tiny little Norman down to the ground. Um, so this next scene at the police station, everyone says this scene is very unneeded and stupid. Uh... Alfred Hitchcock says it's the worst scene of the movie where they explain everything. And the way he wanted it, wanted to do it is just, like, crazy. But the people up above uh, Hitchcock, the ones that gave him the money to do the movie, they were like, hey, you need to add some explanation so people aren't just like, oh, Norman's just like a transvestite? Is that why he stabbed everybody? <laughs> like, and that's why that line is in it. He's like, no, for the dumb people. You need to explain it for the dumb people. And he's like, god damn it, okay. So, a, psychi- a psychiatrist explains that Norman murdered his mom and her boyfriend 10 years ago. And then mummified the corpse and is now... Has the mom in his head. And so there's points where she's in charge and just does things. And he, sometimes he can't even remember it. And then he gets back in charge. And so a lot of it ties into just women coming to the, the motel. And she gets jealous. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't like you, woman. And murders him. <clears throat> and so that's a whole thing. And it's funny. One person in the room's like, oh, so they're just like a murderous transvestite? Like, no. No. <laughs> he's wearing a dress, but he's not a transvestite. It's just it's crazy. Um, so in the cell, Norman is, I guess he lost the fight. It's just mother mm-hmm. and she's like mrs bates right you know she's like slowly slowly don't make a sound don't even think <laughs> everyone thinks you're a nice old lady and you kill them when they're not looking <laughs> but no she's saying like i'm gonna make everyone think that i wouldn't hurt a fly and i'm all nice and stuff and then smiles at the camera he literally <laughs> illustrates it too there's a fly crawling on his hand and she goes just ignore this fly because then everyone will know, I wouldn't even hurt a fly. <laughs> and he looks up all creepy. It's good nope. stuff. And then we get a very weird ending. It just shows Marion's car getting dragged from the swamp. The end. Covered in chocolate. <laughs> yeah. And that's the end of the movie. Uh, it's wild. It's is this like the Hatchet movies where it's literally the next one is going to start with them hauling the car out of the swamp? He escapes from the jail like right after. Ooh. Just hard rock music, right? It... Runs out like a crazy <laughs> old Jewish woman like, covered in... Like, a... Yeah. Ooh. God, I didn't even She's got the her shawl film. on and everything. Uh, but this movie, anyway. for, for being such a classic, um, and just like the movies we watched last year, it, it's solid, man. And, and it's funny, Katie watching it, and I try not to make any sound, and I didn't want to look at her. And when she's like, oh, the mom did it because she was thinking of the show, you know, Bates Motel. And she's like, mm-hmm. okay, the mom was there. So the mom is doing all this, and then Norman's trying his best to keep it all together. And I was like, cool. And then, <laughs> and then when the cool. sheriff's like, well, she's been dead for 10 years. And Katie's like, what the fuck? 
And I was like, yeah. Ten years. And so she's like, what is happening? And then she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he comes in the room in the dress and the wig. She's like, oh, okay. I got it now. <laughs> right. But not this. The way he ran in there with that <laughs> face on was face, hilarious. Oh, His face is crazy. So, Katie, who was your favorite character in Psycho? Norman. He crushed it. He, the actor did so well at playing just like calm, cool, and collected. Like, you know, I'm just a dude who runs a hotel. The whole time Marion was there and the couple of times um, that he talked to the other people, he just had the right head on his shoulders until he started talking to the private investigator Aber. Abergast? Arbergast? Or Arbergast. Arbergast. Um, and he started, like, fucking up his story a little bit. But he still did really well kind of, like, making the conversation go the way he wanted it to. And I don't know. You really feel... He's really good at setting himself up because you really feel for him as being this, like, lone hermit kid mm-hmm. with a shitty mom, like, yeah. running this hotel. When him and Marion are, like sitting down and eating dinner, it's like, oh, well, he's just, like, lonely, like, and, Mar- like, Marion was just trying to be his friend, it was actually really cute, and, like, yeah. okay, like, they could be really good friends, and then we find, you know, as the story unfolds, and he just gets crazier and crazier down the line, you're just like, holy shit. Yeah. He did fucking great. Like, the yeah. actor did incredible. Anthony Perkins, dude's great. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely had a, uh, a very, um, Andrew Garfield look to him. He was like yeah. Andrew Garfield Same thing. and Hayden Christensen. And, he was, uh... so, while we were watching it, the first time he came on screen, I literally looked at Otis and I said, he's really handsome. I don't understand why they chose Freddie Dude. Highmore for Bates Motel. Because, like, Freddie Highmore is okay looking. Like, he's he's decent enough. But he is Plenty not... Plenty of kids grow up to look way better than they did. But, but, he's, but he's not as classically handsome as I would say the guy, as Norman Bates is in this movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. The actor who plays Norman Bates. Like, mm-hmm. he definitely has this Andrew Garfield. There's a really cool picture actually online of Andrew Garfield next to the actor who plays no way. Norman Bates. <laughs> Because someone's like was like dream casting for you know if they were to remake that Psycho. would be the sickest. Oh, Andrew Garfield can do everything, so yes. like sign me up. I would He'd watch. Really good. I would one hundred percent watch Psycho with Andrew Garfield. Like that is correct. He's oh, that'd be so good. But yeah, he was great. Even though he ended up being the bad guy, he was fucking great. Emma, I also wrote down Norman and <clears throat> for. Pretty much the same reasons. I never write down the bad guy, or <laughs> rarely write down the bad guy as my favorite. Yeah, but he was so. Have you guys seen Split? No, with no. Uh, James McAvoy. But I know yeah. he did amazing. It's it. so fucking good. Yeah, it's the same situation for me. Yeah, seeing Norman here. Because you feel for all of his personalities. You feel for everything that's going down. So, like, the first Norman you meet, same thing. You get attached. You get into it because you're like, aw, you really are sad. You're stuffing birds because they're supposed to be friendly. So you want to keep them. 
Yeah. And wow, your mom must be a bitch if she's that jealous of people who are staying here for two days. Like, yeah. okay. But then he's <laughs> he gets progressively creepier, especially when he starts talking to the detective guy, the private detective. Oh, yeah. I'm like, well, you got a little crazy going on. So, no, he was great. He pulled that off very well. So, Micah, who was your favorite? I don't know. There weren't a ton of characters in this, which is exactly. also a good thing. Um, I don't know. Just to be different, I'll go with Arbogast. Um, once he got into that situation, he kept his cool, even though he pressed really hard. Whenever he definitely was really short. Oh my Holy God. crap. You know, especially looking up to, to both him and the, the guy from the beginning of the movie. Um, looking up at these guys <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, he's like five, six, five, seven. Yeah. Oh man, a wee man. Yeah, but he played right through that. He's like, no, I don't care. I'm, you know, and he pressed Norman. And Norman definitely overpowered him and grabbed a vase and smacked him inside the head. But he came too pretty goddamn fast to to save. Uh, I don't know the woman's name at the end. Lila. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to save Lila. And <laughs> and Norman and Norman just in dramatic fashion, just like no, my plans, I'm foiled. Rips off his wig. As he's like back behind dress. him, holding no. him, like what is happening right now? This is the worst fight scene I've ever right? seen. Why is he like, oh, got a dress on? <laughs> yeah, is that a body over there? But yeah, I mean, <laughs> keeps his cool under pressure, and you know, doesn't pay attention to his obvious. Vertical challengedness. <laughs> He's like a hobbit. He's a brave hobbit. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went with Norman. He's the main character of this movie. Uh, I guess but co-main character, because Marion was. <laughs> well, we started with Marion, but then she got murdered. So. Uh, but it's really cool seeing Norman, like, like Emma said, like trying his best to be good. And honestly, you could say he really was good all the way through, trying his best to just keep his mom in check and stuff and help her and, like, clean up the crimes and stuff. And his mom was her own person. Like, mother was, you know, another character in the movie. So just him trying his best to just keep everything fixed and stuff. Uh, But no, uh, he's in just about every scene and he's really good. So in the book, Norman Bates is like 40, a uh, small, chunky dude. And Alfred Hitchcock, he changed it. He wanted Norman to be unassuming, a really nice, like, handsome man. Just be like, oh, worked. you can't see him be a murderer. Look at him. He's so cute. Why would yep. you want to murder people? And it worked absolutely well. Everyone was like, oh, he's not the killer. Oh, yeah. Which is why Andrew Garfield would be perfect for this role. Because nowhere in my brain is there a place where I can imagine Andrew Garfield hurting anyone. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But no. Like, the worst it gets is Gwen Stacy, and that was an accident. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. But no, uh, but but Norman, he, he, he was amazing in this film, so... Uh, and it's it's an old ass film, so it's just a study on how to be a really good character and have you know backstory. And we don't even know that much about his like past. It's just 
like, but what he had, he was just really good. So, uh, Norman, miles above anybody else in this movie. So, mm-hmm. Katie, who was your least favorite character? Um, I think I'd have to go with Lila, the sister. And only because I feel like there wasn't enough given about her mm-hmm. for me to give a single fuck about her character. Yeah. Like we learned about we learned about Sam Samuel at the very beginning. Like he he was right at the beginning with Marion. Like they set up the fact that they were in a relationship. So when he came back at the end, I was already invested in him as a character. Like, okay, he does have ties to this. He's her boyfriend, that's fine. They kept mentioning her sister, like she lived with her sister and whatever, but the second she goes, quote unquote, home Mm -hmm. to fix her headache or whatever the fuck, her sister's already gone somewhere. Like she's already out of town. So there's no meeting of the sister at the beginning of the movie. So when she comes in at the halfway point after Marion has already died, it's like, wait, why do I care about you? Oh, that's right. I don't. It was just like... Too little, too late, I felt like, with her. And she was my least favorite character because of that. Only, like, they just didn't give her enough for me to be like, oh, yeah, I, I'm really invested about what happens to you in regards to this story. If, I didn't care about her, like, if, really. If, if this yeah. movie came out, like, now, there would have been at least two or three scenes with Lila at the before beginning. Marion died. Yeah. Absolutely. At and the we very beginning. And be like, oh, yeah. okay, I care about her a little bit. Like, I see that they're sisters. And then when Marion died, it's like, oh, Lila's going to be pissed. And then... Well, and this yeah. movie would yeah. also be... Thing. Unless they replace that extra storyline with a top-tier actress that can bring in a lot of butts in the seats. Well, and they just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> no, no they, they change it, especially because times have changed. The way that they introduce... Marion and Samuel together at the beginning. Mm-hmm. They're in a hotel. They're sneaking around because yep. they have to. Because, because they're not married. His yeah, they're not married, and his divorce isn't like fully finalized mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. Nowadays, nobody cares a, a yeah. hot damn about that shit. Yeah. So they could start this whole thing in their house, in her house that yeah. she shares with Lila, like and fix it. If they were to do it today, like yeah. okay, Samuel. Like, gets up to leave, and he runs into Lila, like, making coffee or whatever the fuck. And he's just like, oh, I gotta go by. Yeah. Because we don't give a fuck about any of this, like, prude shit anymore. (laughs) There would have been a lot more Lila in the beginning done right now because she would have said oh um i probably won't be here when you get home from work today because i gotta go to blah 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 for the weekend i have my phone if you need me or whatever you know that would have been the thing and it would have it would have been a little bit yeah it just it like it started with marion and you were like invested in marion and then marion dies and then they replace that female character that you're supposed Mm -hmm. to give a fuck about with lila and you just don't like, I didn't, so Lila's my least favorite. Yeah. Emma. Um, Mr. Pennybags, Texas oil man that comes in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, he what sucked. A I forgot about him. asshole. He, he was, sits on she her was flirting desk. with me. Um, he sits on her desk, and he's like, you know what I do for unhappiness? I buy it off. Are you unhappy? I just bought my daughter a $40,000 house. You know what I could do to make you happy? And I'm like, wow. Um, maybe tuck your dick in a little bit. <laughs> Fuck. No, he was the most, and he was very overbearing, and I was like, good on her for taking that $40,000. Okay, mm-hmm. Mr. Pennybags, if you have it all, why don't you pay me again? Right. What are you talking but, about, that in your right? face, in that, in that right? sexy? 
No. Just being just And then hey, later, like that, later uh, when he was like, she was flirting with me. Uh, She didn't say not a damn word to you. She sat there and she said, not really. Yeah, and you were just all up in her fucking face. Get, get out of here. Right. Yeah, it is a mess. So, yeah, that was my my no-no. How about you, Micah? Text Richmond. I don't know. The cop really kind of didn't serve a purpose. Yeah. I he guess like, the, the ad, like, paranoia, I guess. He, like, drives up and talks to her while she's asleep on the side of the road and is like, wow, that's weird. You know, at the, at the same time, in context of the timing, was probably like, what's a woman doing out here on her own in the middle of nowhere? What's going on here? And then he, like, follows her to Bakersfield. Honestly, and... the, the cop had some serious, like, serial killer stalker vibes. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. And he's just, like, sitting out there lounging against his car, like, I'm just gonna sit here and watch her. If a cop slowly followed me from fucking Gorman to Bakersfield, all the way into Bakersfield, and then sat across the street while I fucking purchased a new car, I would call the cops... On this cop, yeah, hey cops, like, bro, cop out here. This is inappropriate. Right? Wait, you didn't even have jurisdiction. This is like, we were like right? three counties away. Yeah, you have no power here, bro. Go home. This isn't the highway. Get yeah. back on yeah. <laughs> highway to your severance is gone. <laughs> this is a normal street. Fire here. <laughs> but yeah, he didn't really serve a purpose because then he like tried to rush onto the the lot to. That know, was so ridiculous. To, he to flipped what? that was... half-ass bitch turn up onto that parking lot so fast, like, oh, and then she go. off, and he's like, oh, darn it, I missed And her. then he just stands there and watches her <laughs> drive away. I'll never see her again. <laughs> yeah. It, if only I'd have actually gotten here sooner. It was weird. Yeah. Very unneeded. Yeah. So I went with the um, third act Scooby-Doo gang. <laughs> so Sam and Lila together, they were, just, they were just dumpster juice. But I guess they saved the day, so I guess they weren't that bad. Dumpster juice. They are pretty bad. But they were. I don't know. It's just with this movie, and I know I'm I'm a little different than other people when they watch movies. You know, people could see Mary and die, and they're like, "Oh, she died." Oh, Lila's my new person. The second Lila dies, I'm like, boo! She's supposed to win. Right. So I was like upset. Like she was. You know, she went evil when she stole the money, but she's like, oh, this is bad. I should go back. I'm like, hey, yeah. she's good again. Oh, damn, she died? But she's good. She understood she did a mistake. That's not how, You don't kill people that know they made a mistake. Boo. So I just, I don't know. When Lila came in, because there wasn't enough of Lila before, mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't give a shit about you. Yeah. And uh, hell, our big ass, I cared a little more about him and then he fucking fell down the stairs. So I was like, oh, okay. The way he fell was so dumb. Uh, so it was just, I don't know. Her her and Sam, they were just kind of there. So. Wait, so did I get the name wrong on the person I was thinking? Oh, were you thinking of the boyfriend? The one at the very end. Yes, the- Sam. Yeah, that's Sam. Oh, oh, oh you I said Arbogast, Arbogast earlier. Yeah, yeah. Arbogast is the detective. Okay, I'd like, to, I'd like to say that it was Sam that I was thinking of. You liked Arbogast. Sam? I, the boyfriend? Or you liked I the might detective. have combined both characters together at some point. And, uh, he, liked, he, he liked Sam Bergast. <laughs> Sam Bergast. But you were, no, because you were talking about how short he was. That's the yeah. detective. That's, Arbogast was the okay. short one. Sam was tall. Yeah. You for real put him together. But then Sam came in at the end and got hit over the head. And yes. Then, yes. Okay. So I, I literally took the two characters and combined them into the same character. Sam Bergast is Micah's favorite least. 
slave slave list. His fleece. Slave right fleece. That's You're my fleece. You're my fleece. <laughs> and I only celebrate Festivus. Oh fuck. <laughs> no, that's fine. There weren't that many like not murderous people in this movie. I know, so, so I had to combine two to make Mecha favorite. <laughs> Mecha favorite. Mecha favorite. <laughs> Micah favorite. Micah favorite. Uh, so my oh I said it the Scooby Doo gang so let's do seven word synopsis so I have two of them and I came up with them a little bit earlier today uh, my first one is Norman Bates was doing the fucking <coughs> most in this movie he is playing a nondescript motel guy playing a murderous crazy mom uh, a real mean ass mom and then just he was burying bodies and cleaning up crime scenes he was, this motherfucker was doing the fucking most in this movie and then the second one Ed Gein scary variant of Norman Bates mm. I need to use the word variant a lot more so that's why I added it Katie it. Okay. want me to come back uh, to you? no I'll figure it out <laughs> <laughs> on the fly um He's doing it live, y'all. I am doing it live. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Watch this movie without any spoilers. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so Success. Without. <laughs> with. Without. Out. <laughs> like Lionel Hutz. With. Out. Or without <laughs> any spoilers, please. Right. No. If you've Spoilers. never, seen, I mean, I already gave you a thing at the beginning, but if you listen to this whole episode and then are now choosing to go watch Psycho for the first time, you fucked up. I mean, the people, the people wrong, that bro. don't know about this, you're a fucking unicorn, man. Enjoy but not really. that fact. Yay! If you've dodged the fact that he he was the killer, that's fucking unicorn status right I, now. I don't feel like it is. I wasn't actively trying to avoid it. It just literally never came up. No one ever talks about this there was a question at trivia and it was the tagline of the movie and it's like a boy's best friend is his mom and i was like oh that's from psycho and i swear someone in the like the room was like joking about it and like oh yeah it would be his best friend well i asked micah as soon as the movie started i was like isn't norman bates some massive serial killer and he's like i don't know and then well, it's based the off of the a movie. book and the, who is based off of a serial killer. And yeah, I, was I like, don't think, oh, that's why. <laughs> I don't think like, it's very hard to avoid <laughs> this this information. It's mm-hmm. not like people every day are talking, like, you know, it's that's not true. like, this movie, we're not talking about fucking Freddy Krueger where, like, very obviously he's the fucking killer. He's yeah. got fucking razor blades on his hands. Like, <laughs> razor I got knife hands, bitch! <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's got fucking knife hands. Like, of course he's the goddamn killer. But in this movie, it like it could have been anybody. Scary and if you've never seen the movie and have <laughs> can run, but you can't hide, and have bitch. successfully avoided it, like, to watch this movie, it's really yeah, cool. it's fun, it's wonderful. Michael. Let's all talk about Marion, shall we? (laughs) He did that. He was taking a test while we were watching this movie, and he just slowly, creakishly leans back in his chair, turns around, looks at me, and goes, Let's all talk about (laughs) Marion! I like it. I hate sweating for people not there. Ooh. What? It was a line in the beginning of the movie. It means oh. caring too much, doing all their jobs. Got it. Got it. This talk of disgusting things disgusts me! 
That's <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. It's double, double disgusting. Yep. Oh, Katie's working on another one. Maybe. Don't trust anyone with forty thousand dollars ever. Like that. Yeah. Get some, get some food from. It's the damn truth. Like why the fuck? Be like, bitch, oh, yeah. hard. You've been you've been a talent, a great employee for me for however many years. Here is an envelope with forty grand in it. Please take it to the bank for me. I assume that he's probably given her like close to that before, and he's like, oh, okay, she's done this before. Uh, she is a woman in the fifties. Her paycheck was like fifty cents on a granola bar. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> why the fuck would you hand her forty thousand dollars? Here's a box of grape nuts. Thanks for your hard work. <laughs> well, back in the day, women women don't do things like that. Women also don't ever have a chance to have $40,000 in their possession, so... That's correct. I'm just thinking of 60s men's mindsets. Oh, a woman wouldn't do that. They wouldn't steal the money. Oh, she's not brave enough to do that. Women wouldn't have the chance because yeah. they wouldn't be handed but, 40 Yeah, grand. she's too meek. She yeah. wouldn't steal the money. But, like, Bonnie and Clyde had happened at this point already. Yeah, you're right. Like, <laughs> yeah, plenty, I mean, plenty... I mean, there are wild ones out there. Plenty of women have stolen money and things, like, in this time... Some people get fucked in this system. Yeah, it's just dumb as hell. Like I wouldn't trust anyone just to hear forty thousand dollars. That cash. is a lot of money to give somebody nope. in an envelope. Even today, and by today's standard, like this was fucking years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. You said this was what three hundred fifty something thousand dollars. Yeah, three five seven nine four one. Three hundred fifty eight thousand dollars in an envelope. In an envelope. <laughs> Got to be a thick I... envelope, right? I wouldn't hand an envelope with that much money in it to my husband. Damn, that's a Sunday edition. No, it's Tuesday. I I wouldn't hand four hundred grand in an envelope to Otis to take to the bank. I love you very much. I would not like Chuck E. Cheese. Otis is gone. I'm gonna get that one top prize. Damn it! And then I see him later, and we don't have a deposit for a house anymore, or a payment for a house. We just have seven slushy machines and a fucking blow up doll. Oh, so much more money. (laughs) Me and Bella just got both got. He's got a Pooh's Quickie Mart in the backyard, and Katie's like, "What the fuck is this? Slushy machines?" Before you get mad. Have a squishy. Now hear me out. Now hear me out. Are you yelling at me? Have a slushy. Have a slushy first. For fucking real. It's good, right? It's good, right? Don't hit me. Don't hit me. Don't you hit me. (laughs) Have a a white cherry slushy, Katie. Chill out. Oh, my God. (laughs) Never. Those old-fashioned Target slushies. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, God. I would throw down right now for a 90s white cherry Target Not for $400,000. No. For four dollars, yes. No. Just to be machines. clear, if I sure handed Otis four hundred thousand dollars and he went to the bank, quote unquote, <laughs> quotation mark bank, <laughs> yeah, quotation mark bank, <laughs> and came back with anything other than that, my money in the a fucking receipt? bank. <laughs> I'm for sure going Norman Bates on his ass. <laughs> right, bitch. We about to talk. Sit down. She's gonna put we a pantsuit on <laughs> and stab me. <laughs> She's gonna put a pantsuit on. <laughs> Damn it! Ah, yes, yes. Ah. I'll put a pantsuit on. Stab she goes Norma Bates. Norma Bates. <laughs> yes. Shit. Norma Fuck. Linda Bates. Norma Linda. Oh my yes, god! Exactly. Bless. Okay. <sighs> Back to the seven words. Let's rub chins, but not actually kiss. Yeah, that's sexier. In the whole first. Ten minutes of that movie, they were like 
sexually making out, but not really. It was just like, let me touch my chin to your whatever's closer. And just... I mean, that scene was already wild enough. They were showing yeah. nipples, apparently. So apparently. They, they, couldn't, they couldn't do much more. <laughs> Can't be California. There's too much rain. <laughs> yep, I said the same thing. <laughs> and then my two alliteratives. Murder Motel makes Maid Marian mud mummy. Mm. And then dubious dude delivers dumb description, diverts detective. Hey. I just hope that they got that forty grand out of that car. Girl, I'm telling you. When they pulled it out of the swamp. <laughs> Can't worry about that money. <laughs> yeah. I'm laundering that money, like putting it in a washing machine and cleaning right? it. Because that's my forty Heels grand. Peels it apart. That's my forty grand. Mud. It's like, why is yeah. that a newspaper? Oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> newspaper exactly. Part. Where'd my forty grand go? I don't know. The swamp ate it. <laughs> I found yeah. newspaper and a body and a shower curtain. <laughs> yeah, right. That's all I got for you. The Tuesday special with the comics, no less. <laughs> so this film it came out September eighth, nineteen sixty. Uh, what do you guys think the budget for Psycho was, Katie? <laughs> Forty thousand dollars. Forty. <laughs> Uh, Emma. (laughs) I'm fucked up right now. I'm sure. (laughs) Katie says $40 dinks. I say $2 dues. $2 dues? Micah. $400,000. Yes. (laughs) Micah with. Relevant. Just today's money. Today's Just to buy money the cars worth. alone probably cost them. Fuck, that oh, was yeah. funny. So, uh, Micah, with his 400000 that was actually the price of money that Marion stole in the remake. She oh, did, yeah, she did four hundred thousand. Uh, yes, the budget was eight hundred and six thousand dollars. Well, hot damn, one million dollars. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys think the box office was? Okay. Mm. Does this just include initial box office like when it was released, or is this a box office all time? Because I know. Psycho has been released many times into theaters since its initial drop. Uh, I'm going to go with what uh, Wikipedia said. So oh. Whatever the fuck my guess is. Okay. Oh, uh, probably just... No, it'd be way more. I think this is just the first showing. $10 million. $10 dues. Emma? $25 dues. $25. Micah? $1 dues. Hey, Micah's being mean. <laughs> Uh, so this film made fifty dollar dues. Fuck in the sixties, goddamn. Yeah. Uh, this movie was big. Everyone watched Jesus. it. Jesus. Uh, one cool fun fact I saw. So uh, Alfred Hitchcock he, apparently he's he got knighted, so he's Sir Alfred Hitchcock. Well, there you go. Uh, wanted to make this movie so much that he deferred his standard two hundred fifty thousand salary in lieu of sixty percent of the movie's gross because he didn't think. It wasn't going to do that well. Paramount also thought, this movie ain't going to do that much. So yeah, you take 60% of what the gross was, and then the film went wild. And so just for inflation, he made $131 million. Jesus. Just for making Mary the movie. Mary H. Christ. <laughs> so he made the movie for free and got $131 million. 
Oh my gosh. So, yeah, this movie All right. is great. Oh, great. Right. Hey, Ooh. use our money and then we'll give you a hundred million dollars. Pretty much like George here. Lucas and Star Wars. Yes. Uh with the what the uh took the merch the merchandise. Yeah. yeah, percentage. I think Robert Downey Jr. did that with uh Avengers, I thought. He took less money, I think he got a percentage. No, Robert Downey and Chris Evans had like the highest paychecks. Shit. Somebody else did or maybe it was with Star Wars. Somebody did that too. I know George Lucas did it, but I thought another actor. Was it Harrison Ford? He got a percentage of the merchandise? I can't remember. Somebody else did it too. It was yeah, Mark was Hamill. To... I wouldn't be surprised. Was it? Mark Hamill took merchandise. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanted merchandise money. Hmm. I know some people are like, oh, this is a weird ass. And everyone movie. was like, okay, sure. And then fucking Star Wars blew movie the fuck up. Off, he's like, hey, and the yeah. toys. Blew up. Yeah. Yeah. We say as we have like 19 of them here. I'm rich as hell. (laughs) All the Star Wars toys. So, the minority kill count. Unfortunately, this is a movie from the 60s. So, (laughs) you ain't gonna see any black people unless they're like maids or, yeah, maids. Uh, So, no. Did see a mummified body. It was kind of brown. Wow. (laughs) But but that's it. (laughs) Ouch. <laughs> Marion got dark skin when she went into the swamp, but no. Uh, so we are at 198 and a Tito Turtle. I have a feeling. Oh, take it back. I was going to say we're going to make it through the 200th episode and not go up on a minority kill count, but guaranteed 200th episode, we will have at least one minority kill count. So. We need to have two so we can hit 200 at 200. Well, we'll see what these, whatever we pick for the next two movies before 200. <laughs> uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah, guaranteed 200 has at least one. So um, does anybody have anything else to say about Psycho? It's great. Yeah. It's really good. I had a really good time with it. I would love to see a current, not Vince Vaughn, an Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Garfield version. He needs to be a smaller, cuter guy. I get what they were going with with Vince Vaughn. He's still kind of mm-hmm. unassuming, but he's not as cute. So they went kind of opposite. I than do Anthony not. Perkins. I do not think that Vince Vaughn is unassuming. In every role he's ever played, he's like loud and obnoxious and like. <laughs> but he still doesn't look, he doesn't yeah. look dangerous to me. This seems kind of uh, in. Fu- I, know, I dis- gross. Did you watch Freaky? Because <laughs> oh, the Freaky Friday. Right yeah. He was cutting folks up. He sure was murdering people. In that. Uh, <laughs> no, but Andrew Garfield, like that's top tier, unassuming, like you couldn't hurt a fly. Yeah, type person. Cutie pie. Yeah. Shit, what if it was Tom Holland? I'm like, you're too cute. I'm like, no, but see, I can see Tom Holland hurting people, even though he's small in stature. Because, like, in Uncharted that's about to come out, and he's about to destroy some folks, so. Yeah. Oh, I hope it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. It's, <laughs> ah, I hope it's a good movie. Okay, uh, anybody else? Nope. So, that is the... Oh. Could be Elijah Wood. Ooh, he'd be Ooh. good. I love Elijah Wood. Hell, he was in Sin City. Oh, he, yeah, he, he played a, like a murderer. Yeah. He, he has played a lot of murderers. He played a karate Norman Bates in Sin City. He's played a lot of murderers he recently because he doesn't give a fuck. He, sure he has his money. He don't care. Hell yeah. Right. He'd do it for the fucks of it. Yeah. He would do it for the fucks of it. He'd be a good Norman Bates. <laughs> That'd be real good. Okay, so that is the end of the show. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about Anthony Perkins or Psycho, you can tweet us at AllentownPod. We have an email of this. AllentownPresents at gmail.com. I have a high school at AllentownPresents. So, the 
music you're listening to right now, that is flipping the Defiant Effort, flipping the CE, anywhere you can search for them. Uh, who knows? But, uh, Studio Feeds Us, thank you for the artwork. We love it. I really need to talk to y'all about some more pictures. So, uh, I don't have anything else. Uh, we have three more movies in Classic Horror Movie Month. Uh, I'm excited what we pick, but yeah, 200. I'm going to tell them what 200 is, but I'm very pumped for it. <laughs> so, uh, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another Classic Horror film. Bye, guys. Bye. Toots. Now that's spooky. What a psycho.